want to pivot really quickly to ground out and talk about this pregnancy. And I'm just like, in the hearts and minds of people out there who either are pregnant and in partnership, who want to become pregnant, who maybe have gone through it and might do it again or whatever. But there's so many layers to this experience that are both individual to the person who's pregnant, individual to the person who is supporting and in partnership with the person who's pregnant, but also as a couple. There's the physicality, the body changing. There is, yeah, the unexpected like hormonal changes, the fears that come up, the brain is literally changing in the pregnant person. <laughs> so I would love for you to just share as little or as much as you want about your experience of me being pregnant, maybe things you expected or didn't expect from the partner or man's point of view. Sometimes we don't hear from that partner's perspective because so much is happening here with the pregnant person. And it's almost like they don't feel like they can take up space to express because this is more important, but I actually, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you've been an amazing symbol and super attractive pregnant woman. Now, I don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah. Right? So it's not as though I'm saying, oh, this is our fourth child, so I'm able to say this is how you were in the first three, right? So I'm doing this with you. I think I've benefited from the fact that I don't feel as though you've been very hormonal to the point where I'm sitting here saying she's definitely changing. And I don't know if you're protecting me from that or if you just haven't had those shifts, but if anything, I felt bad that I couldn't support you more because obviously whether it's me traveling for work, et cetera, I think you've been an incredible support system. And there are times where I feel insecure about not being able to do much. And so even as I think about what happens when he's here, I obviously know the focus is going to be on making sure he's healthy, et cetera. And it's then my job to support you. But from my perspective, I've just, as you just mentioned, tried to be curious, right? Where, you know, we have 19 pillows in our bed. And I'm like, dog, what's going on here? But <laughs> it's like, why, why do you why do you need that? Mm -hmm. Because I have trouble laying on this side or when I get up, I need to get up more slowly. Or when I was out here doing work the other night and I heard you go to the bathroom, you said, babe, that happens like five times a night. You just don't hear me get up. <laughs> but I'm out here when I heard you go to the bathroom, like, babe, is everything okay? Because yeah. I, again, like I just, I'm not as, I don't feel it physically. Yeah. yeah. But. You know, as I think back to first trimester, second trimester, and where we are now, I don't think I appreciated how, quote unquote, tired you were during the first trimester, where I'd roll over and give you the nudge, and you're like, babe, I'm trying to go to sleep. Or like, And I don't think I just, I, I didn't get it. Right. And then in the second trimester, when you had a lot more energy and you wanted to just do things, it, it's it's tough for me to sit here and say like, Oh, I get it. I know exactly what you're going through. And maybe come 
baby number two or three or four. You know, it'll be, it'll be different, (laughs) but I feel very lucky to have been with someone who is taking it like a champ and, you know, is still working on the book and putting in work and grinding and doing things. And while still being cognizant of taking the best care you can with multivitamins, nutrition, stretching, et cetera. So yeah, unfortunately I don't have a riveting answer of this revelation that, oh, this is what you need to know because I feel like you've been a champ. Yeah, I I keep saying this and it's probably so boring and annoying, but I'm really blessed with how I felt. And I don't know why. Like I can guess. I can just say I'm blessed with people say, oh, when you're having a boy, it's different. When you're having a girl, it's different, whatever. I could say it's how I took care of my body before, during, but I know people who take care of their bodies and they feel like absolute shit the entire time. So, you know, I will never be out there prescribing anything to anyone. I will just, I can share my experience, but yeah, it's definitely been interesting. In the beginning, it was more confronting when my body was changing. I was used to having a body that I was like, I have a great body. I'm proud of it. You know, like working out, eating right, just feeling very in my body and confident. And then when your body starts to change and you feel like shit the first trimester, I was like, oh, this is that. This is what they talk about. It's it's definitely a mental, mental game almost every day. And then just having thoughts of like, I don't doubt that you loved me, appreciated me, thought I was beautiful. Like you always make me, make me feel that way and remind me of that verbally. And the mind is wild. I would just be like, when my body really changes, like what's he going to think? And what if our sex life changes, which it has like inherently during pregnancy. What sex? (laughs) But it's a real thing. And being able to cultivate intimacy outside of always leaning on sex, which I don't think we did before, but it was like just more convenient. Like when your body changes like this, I thought I'd still be able to do cartwheels and shit, but like you really are limited in what you can do and how you can be in pleasure during sex. So I just remind myself always that like, this is a long life with you, that these moments where I'm feeling like whether it's like we haven't had sex in a while or I'm just not feeling super good or whatever, that one, we can create intimacy in other ways. And I think we do that really, really well. And two, like I just think about all the seasons we're going to have together. We're going to have a season where the kids are leaving the nest and we have a total it could be a rebirth of like, maybe we travel and fucking are in our twenties again, that feeling, whatever. I don't know. But it's like, I can't be so focused on what is now and how it's like, it's not the ideal because like, it's just going to, it, it's not going to last forever. This is definitely purposeful. We've learned so much. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's been interesting. Yeah, I agree with all that. And I would say, and I think we did talk about this on the other episodes, but particularly around sex, right? For me, 
growing up with a single mom, but having a Jamaican heritage upbringing and father, the masculinity often is shown through the physical. Sure. And so for me to continue to grow and develop and understand that there are a lot of other ways to be intimate outside of just being physical, I think this is another testament to that where, okay, how can I show you that I care about you, find you attractive, think you're sexy, love you dearly without just my hands or my body, right? Like how can we engage in a way that we're talking about things, we're cuddling, you you call it whatever you want. But to be clear, there are some nights where I'm like, thank you, I just, I'm trying to go to sleep tonight, like for real, like I've been traveling. <laughs> and so I, I just think it cuts both ways, but if this was me, I don't know, seven years ago, I don't know that I would have known either how to vocalize that or if I didn't perform, it would be bad to my psyche or my identity. And if we weren't doing that, then it meant something was wrong with the relationship. And so to be able to openly talk about it, but more importantly, understand that this is a season and when he's here, a week later, we'll be back. (laughs) That's a joke. But there are just ways in which... (laughs) Again, like to your point, this is a process. These are seasons. And I don't know, there's just something to me really cool. And I feel really blessed to be doing this thing called life like with someone, right? I don't just have to talk to my therapist about this and then go out and need to find someone in the world or beat my head against the wall because you're not understanding or listening to me. And then we just resent one another, right? right? There's a way in which we're kind of working through this stuff together. And to me, that's been the coolest thing. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.